0: We're back for another episode of Sunshine and Rainbows podcast, a space where we start difficult conversations and talk about times in life where it isn't all sunshine and rainbows. I'm your host, Amanda, and I cannot wait to get started on another episode. You're about to hear a pretty candid conversation between our guest Alex and I, and I'm hoping imploring you to keep an open mind. What she has to say is incredibly impactful and I think it'll give you all just a moment to think about other people's experiences versus your own. That's the goal, right? To learn and grow and hopefully become better individuals, better friends and better humans, right? I hope you said right. Regardless, I'm getting started. Hi, oh my God, I'm so excited that we're finally meeting. I know, we've been following each other for so long. So long, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I really appreciate it. Um, I did wanna say, if I say it right, Ramadan Kareem. Yeah, is that how you say it? So for anyone that doesn't know Alex, this is Alex. She runs the page Basic Blogger Bitch If you're not following her, you definitely should. Uh, So tell me about you. What got you interested in starting your page and in the content creator realm?
1: Okay, so I mean, honestly, my journey is like kind of weird. So I started as like a fitness account and I had done like a bunch of like workouts and just like basic like fitness, like bloggery things. And then I got bored with that. And I had just come back from a trip to Europe that my parents like took the whole family on. And I was so bored. I was like, you know what, like, nothing compares to Europe, so I need to, like, change up, like, everything.
0: (laughs) It's like the cliche study abroad story where you're like, oh, but this croissant is not, like, a croissant over there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm that bitch who's, like, at brunch, and they're like, we're getting Belgian waffles. And I'm like, okay, girl, obviously you've never been to Belgium because, (laughs) this is not a Belgian waffle. (laughs) I love it. But, like, yeah, so I just like switched to my name at first I was like okay like I'll just be like Alex and like blog under that and then it kind of took off like under my name just like posting random like just lifestyle I guess is what you would call it I wasn't really like in a niche I was just posting like hoping something would like take
0: yeah and then
1: it kind of started going I get I think I got to like 10k and then my friends at the time like got super bitter that I started like getting this following and would just like make fun of me every time I would like take a picture or something for the gram and started calling me like a basic blogger bitch so like I came home to my mom like complaining one day and like being the Kris Jenner that she is you should just take that make it your brand like go buy the domain right now so like I did I bought the website I like a Taylor Swift and just like turned everything black and then came back as the basic vlogger bitch (gasps) and like told the story about how all of my like friends were like being bitches basically and making fun of me and we're not friends anymore but like shout out to them for like giving me this
0: handle (laughs) thanks to the haters you made me who I am today honestly (laughs) I mean literally like they built this That's crazy. Um, I love hearing everything about that story. I have been following you for a couple years now, which is crazy. And I kind of watched the transition where you were kind of in that lifestyle space. You now though, are something very different. You're still technically in the lifestyle space, but My favorite thing, and when I really realized like, oh, I have found this girl that I wanna follow, is you opened up about not only being a content creator, but being a Muslim content creator. And I would love it if you would share some of the struggles and more about that.
1: I mean, yeah, that's like its own whole cup of tea. So for a long
0: time, I
1: didn't have that like I was Muslim or anything in my bio because like personally, I feel like religion is like a very personal choice. Yeah. And you don't really need to be like advertising it out there. But I'm like very white passing Pakistani. And so I just kind of wanted like a way to like put out there like, I know I look white, but like I'm also half brown. Yeah. And like, I am actually Muslim. Just for, like, brand purposes, I was getting, like, a lot of, like, alcohol collabs and stuff, and, like, I don't drink because I'm Muslim, so just, right. like, a whole bunch of reasons led to me putting it on there. Um, I had taken it down for a little while because I was trying to get on Like to Know It back when I was misguided, and... <laughs> oh,
0: that that is a whole other cup of tea, yes, okay. Like to Know It is
1: its own cup of tea, uh, yeah. but I felt like a lot of my friends had, like, way less followers than me, like a quarter of the engagement I had. So there was really no reason that I couldn't be on like to know it. So I thought like, okay, I'm just gonna take like Muslim Pakistani out of my bio and like see if I get accepted. And I'm not even kidding you, like a week after I took it down and reset my application in, I got accepted. So I mean, do with that to you what you will. But <laughs> after I was accepted, I put it right back in my bio. And then For, like, like I- like, <laughs> Like you thought. <laughs> but then i was like you know what i started reading into like to know it and just like seeing like what they're about and they weren't really for me so i don't really like use them anymore okay but i had to like fraud the system to get accepted into them And now I keep Muslim Pakistani in my bio always, and it has lost me some collabs. Like, I know that for a little bit of time, I had to take it out of my bio because, you know, you can only have so many characters in a bio. And for a collab, I needed to put, like, a code up there, so I took it down for a bit. And so, like, in that week span, I had a hotel here in Dallas, like, reach out to me and, like, want to work with me. And like we were getting ready to like finalize everything. And the only thing that changed was that in between that time period, I had put Muslim Pakistani back into my bio because I had finished the previous collab. And for no reason, they just like backed out. They wouldn't give me a reason. I even like pushed because like I felt like that's what it was like in my gut. And I was like, is there any reason particularly? Like we were literally about to sign the contract. So I'd just like to know what happened.
0: I'm going back to that Cardi B audio on TikTok where it's like, what was the reason? What was the reason?
1: And, like three follow-ups being like, well, I would just like to know so I could just like better my platform, like if there's a reason for it. And they were like, no, like they won't give us, like the management that was like kind of our mediator was like, they really won't give us a reason. Like we have no idea. We thought you were perfectly qualified for it. And like they were down, but they just changed their mind. So I can't like confirm that that's what happened, but it is like a coincidence that that's literally the only thing that changed. And I oh. felt like if it was a like, reason, on their end, they would have been able to tell me the reason.
0: Exactly. And how sad that you had to diminish and humble yourself already as a woman be like, oh, what is the problem about me in order to like help serve you better? Let me fix myself instead of you fixing whatever is going on with you. For
1: sure, for sure. Mm. So, I mean, I do think it's like a really big double standard because I mean, Christian bloggers will put that like right up on top of their bio yeah. with like no fear and no shame. And like, I think, I really think about it all the time. I'm just like, should I take it down? Like, should I leave it up? And then I'm just like, no, like I'm not gonna take it down because like that's who I am. So if you don't wanna work
0: with me, then like that's on you. Well, and I'm such a firm believer of your vibe attracts your tribe. And if people are offended by the way that you choose to live your life and the things that you choose to believe in, then they're not the followers in the community for you. And I think that's so big about social media is people get so offended when someone they're following has a different opinion than them. You know what? You can unfollow
1: them. For sure. Like
0: you don't have to keep following them.
1: 100%. Like honestly, go find your tribe. Like I'm honestly not the tribe for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of a perfect segue into the tribe you have found on TikTok. And I watched you over the summer, download TikTok like all of us in quarantine. We're like, I mean, there's nothing else to do. Let's try out this TikTok like Gen Z platform. And you've been exploding on TikTok.
1: I I love TikTok. Yes. (laughs) TikTok is like its own beast. I mean, I feel old on it and like I'm only 24, but I just feel (laughs) like everyone on there is like 14 or 15 and they like low-key scare me. I'm just always like, am I cool enough to like be hanging with the teens of today? Like.
0: I seriously feel like it's that Mean Girls meme where she's like, love ya, you keep me young. I'm just like this old person on TikTok. <laughs> I feel like I'm
1: constantly being like caught up on new trends that I wouldn't know otherwise if I wasn't following all of these like youths on TikTok. Well, I do feel like Regina George's mom.
0: It is so true because a trend will happen on Instagram, but it was a trend a month before on TikTok. And so it's so funny to see when Instagram got reels that the reels that are popular now, I'm like, that's old news. Like we've been doing that on TikTok for a while.
1: (laughs) I literally saw a tweet saying that like millennials really feel like they're doing something with reels when it's really just recycled (laughs) TikTok content. And I felt like, that is the tea though.
0: (laughs) Ooh, Where's the lie? There's no lie. But yeah, so
1: TikTok was super fun because like I started out not knowing what I was doing and just like trying to learn how to dance. And so I was like, you know what? I don't know if this is for me. But then I went through this like really terrible situationship with this guy. I love (laughs) that phrasing. (laughs) I love it. And I took like some really douchey texts that he had sent me and like comments that he had commented on my Insta and turned them into like, Hoodies just for fun because I was thinking <laughs> it would just be funny for like me and my friends to have them, and I wanted to mail him one, which I did. Did you? <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mailed him one when I started. So this is a segue into I started a store. Yes. With all of the merch, and I started putting that on TikTok, and then I made a TikTok like showing how I was mailing one of the hoodies to him, like thanking him for like getting my store started and everything, and like that's the one that blew up, and then everyone started following me. And just, like, started dropping all of their own phrases. Like, yes. yeah, well, this guy said this to me, and this guy texted this. And, like, I would love this on a hoodie. Or, like, could you put this on a mug? And so, like, now that's just what I am. Like, I didn't choose to be, like, the petty bitch that puts guys on blast and on hoodies. But, here you but are. like That's what I'm doing for women. I'm taking... <laughs>
0: Yes. they horrible,
1: jerk things, and I'm hoodie-buying them. And
0: I love that. And honestly, even though you said that's not what you planned, it really just speaks through the journey you already said about your brand, that you started your brand with like, hey, my friends are petty and I'm going to roll with it because screw you, I'm going to be the one to succeed. And I love that. I love everything about that. It is such like female power energy, which I am here for.
1: <laughs> for sure, for sure. I love that they want to give me their lines. And I've had some of them send the merch to guys that have like oh. burned them in their own lives. And I'm just like, this is beautiful. I love how this has come full circle.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh man. Seguing then from your Shop Petty Official, which is what your shop is called. Uh, yes. You started, cause on Shop Petty Official, you started selling Dallas merch when the crazy snow ice apocalypse was happening with all the stuff going on, with the power grid and everything. And that, Alex, is when I really felt like you established yourself as a resource and not just every other influencer out there. And that's when you directly started calling out white, basic influencers. (laughs)
1: Yeah, for sure. That's definitely, like, a turning point. Like, I don't know if people noticed, but I feel like that's where it, like, clicked for me that, like, I think I found my calling. And yeah. it is to call out influencers who aren't even doing the least. Like, they're literally just doing nothing. And I think my platform, like, really took a shift after the apocalypse because that is where I started kind of, like, looking into, like, Texas politics more. I've always been, like, kind of politically outspoken, mm-hmm. but just, like, not so much on my platform because like that's not like it wasn't really about that it was more like petty like man trashing and just like lifestyle right but then like that was so close to home so i posted a bunch about that and that kind of just led into like i mean you follow me you see all of my political posts it's probably like one lifestyle shot a tweet like calling out influencers (laughs) some kind of resource and like that's just the pattern that my feet takes now
0: i'm actually from (laughs) dallas which is funny i grew up in carrollton like right there oh my god I did not know that yeah I lived there until I was 13 so I'm a Texas Texas girl Mm -hmm. that's amazing
1: I'm it's changed a lot since you were here
0: (laughs) yes it's funny too seeing all the memes of how everyone hates on Dallas because Austin is like the cool place now Mm -hmm. it's funny because Dallas was pretty hopping when I was there
1: (laughs) I mean Dallas is still hopping I just think that like Dallas is not like as woke as Austin. You know what I mean? It's like no. <laughs> I literally got into a fight with like an old white, old money guy because he owns this coffee shop. And my friend went there like at the beginning of COVID and basically like they shamed her for wanting to wear a mask in the coffee shop. What? And we're like making fun of her for wearing the mask. So she just posted about it. And, like, I had just worked with them. So then I posted about how, like, I was so upset that, like, a company I'd worked with just, like, shamed my friend for wanting to wear a mask and, like, protect the baristas. What the hell? And so the guy who owns the coffee shop, like, had some kind of, like, personal vendetta against me, literally came at me in my DMs, came at my friend in my DMs, then blocked us both and went on Facebook and tried to, like, drag my account (gasps) on all these groups for, like, business owners telling them that I'm like a terrible influencer to work with and like blah blah blah. So I was like, "Bro, like what triggered you? The
0: mask?" Like I don't The really mask. <laughs> I love it though because you really have been such a source, just for me personally, I'm like, all right, what's Alex talking about? What's she posting about? And not that I ever need validation, but I'm like, okay, I know about that. Cool, I'm on the right track. Like, okay, cool. I'm in the know because I look to you as a source of like, all right, what do I need to be angry about today? Let's go, Alex, like drink my cup of coffee. Like, okay, who are we mad at today? So
1: for real, I literally just got attacked in my DMs like yesterday by this girl who basically like came for me for putting Dallas men on blast. And she was like, do you ever just worry that like you're gonna die alone and like you've just like exiled like an entire like area code of men who like think you're like a psychotic bitch. <gasps> and I was like, I mean, honestly, no, like that thought has literally never crossed no. my mind. But like, thank you for putting it there. like." Cool. What do you know that I don't know? Because like, I have dudes in my DMs right now being like, hey, like, we can be the one to change your mind about Dallas men. It's so, like, it doesn't seem like they hate me. Exactly. It seems like it's like a challenge for them now. Follow
0: me and then fund my shop when you inevitably text me douchey things. <laughs> Seriously, Alex, I'm convinced that you're the Taylor Swift of social media, like how everyone drug taylor swift for writing songs about boys that wronged her i'm sorry look at her now she's like the highest paid female artist like really little do they know <laughs> i mean
1: yeah i just feel like in the words of taylor swift like if guys don't want me to like post mean things that they say they shouldn't say mean things like hey <laughs> <Ay.
0: laughs> <laughs> don't be a dude um, have you ever thought about auditioning for the bachelor what are your feelings on that Okay, so I feel like this is going to be a really
1: unpopular opinion, but I went through a lot of emotions about The Bachelor, so okay. I did want to audition for it at one time. I got really close to doing it. I even got, like, DM'd from, like, the casting director. Like a producer? To, like, please audition. Yes. And I was like, okay, okay. So, like, that's when I took it the most seriously. Momager is not on board. She does okay. not support it. She doesn't she's want to be a girl on TV. Uh uh-uh. She's <laughs> like, I don't want to see you, like, sucking face. <laughs> She's well, <laughs> like, I just feel like it would be like a sellout way to get followers. Cause she's like, I know you're not going on there for the man. Like all your followers know you're not going on there for <laughs> the man. We know that you're going for the followers. Okay, and fair. Like, Whatever. I'm going to look at the application. So I'm like getting ready to fill it out. And there's this clause. I don't even know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but there's a clause in the application where it's like, you're basically giving them the right to like use old content and like interview Ooh. your family members and friends to like humiliate you. Like they're like, real, that's the wording they use. Like you have signed away the right. And like- To so, like all of your old stuff. You. Yeah. And I was just like, well, you know, I don't really like want that. Like, I don't like that they drag your family and friends into it first of all. Yeah. Well, and, and like, we have I don't-
0: seen contestants' careers literally ruined with this last season with Matt. Like, Mm -hmm. that poor girl that you Google her name and the first thing that comes up is that false rumor about her. I'm not even gonna say it because I will not add to that.
1: But- That's what I'm saying. So like,
0: I feel like that was just not worth
1: it to me. But if there's ever a reality show that is maybe like a little different, like I would be down. Cause I mean- Or who
0: knows at this rate, Alex, just start your own reality show.
1: Honestly, people have told me to. And I told my friend and I that we should just get our own camera crew and just, like, create our own show. Like It's got to be something
0: Alex. in <laughs> the petty realm. Like, you know, real housewives. Like, why don't they need... They should have real influencers of whatever town. I literally have
1: said this to everyone because Pitch there's it. so much
0: drama <laughs> in the influencer world. There is. There really is. Uh, well, Alex, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. It's so great, again, to just see... You being so confidently outspoken and out there and using all the things that life has thrown your way and instead of taking things out of your bio and not speaking up, you're doing the exact opposite and I'm impressed. <laughs>
1: you for having me. I feel so honored to be here. Yes. <laughs> like I said,
0: I look up to you so much. I think you're incredible and You have emboldened me to speak out about the things that I'm passionate about, too. And I'm happy to be part of your tribe.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so glad that we're both part of each other's tribe.
0: Yes. I want to give you the opportunity to let people know where to find you. I'm going to link everything that you've said and talked about in episode notes. But if you want to throw your handles out there, go for it. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, so on Facebook and TikTok, I'm literally just the basic blogger B because they filter me and then on Instagram (laughs) and Twitter, I'm the basic blogger bitch and my blog is literally the basic blogger bitch too. So some form of the basic blogger B everywhere is how you can find me.
0: Awesome. Well, Alex, thank you so much again. I appreciate you and you're incredible. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. Wow. What a conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to that as much as I did interviewing Alex. She is someone I have admired on social media for a while now, and it was truly incredible to get to talk to her. As always, you guys can continue the conversation with me over on my social media platforms. Just head down to the episode notes and you'll find all the information there. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.